practical. You have to take care of the sheep day by day and week by week. So know what your calling is and flow in your calling. What I sometimes see is people flowing in the wrong calling. If you're called to be an evangelist or preacher, be the best evangelist preacher you can be and don't try to do something someone else is doing. Let the prophet be the prophet. Let the teacher be the teacher and the apostle be the apostle. But then finally, we have the praise and worship anointing. How many praisers, worshipers we have here today? Welcome to the Prophetic Voice Podcast with Prophetess Dr. Hope McDowell Gibson, the founder of Hope Across Nations, bringing hope to many. Expect to be transformed. Pastor Dominique Vitale of Third Heavens Ministries spoke on keys to the revival on the prophetic voice, which is on our Hope Across Nations YouTube channel. This message was so profound, and I want you to hear it. Hear Pastor Dominique Vitale. Many of you know Ephesians chapter 4, but I want to give you fresh uh, uh, insight today in, in the fivefold ministry, in the equipping of the saints. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7 all the way to 10 says, But unto every one of us is given grace, according to the measure of the gift of Christ. You all need to pray. We all need to pray for greater grace to fulfill our kingdom calling and purpose. Whether an apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist, you need that grace for that calling. Let's just keep going through here from verse 7, 8, 9. It says, Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. We need the spiritual gifts all activated in order to usher in this great revival we're believing for. And keep going. Yes, verse 9 says, Now that he ascended, what does it mean but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? And then finally, verse 10, that he descended is the same also, that, it, that he ascended up far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. So Christ has to be the center of the revival. He has to be the center of our churches. He is the head of the church, by the way. And so when we lift Christ higher, he will draw all men to him. And that's why the evangelist, uh, evangelistic anointing will be so important because the evangelist gathers in uh, the sheep, the, the, the children of God. He who wins souls is wise, is what Proverbs says. And if we flow in the wisdom of the, um, the apostle who governs, the prophet who guides, the um, pastor who guards the sheep, the evangelist who gathers, and then the teacher who grounds. Grounding is so important. Let's keep going to Ephesians 4.11. And you'll see the fivefold ministry right there. He gave some apostles. These are, I call them offices. Some people call them spiritual giftings. But there's uh, very specific names and titles given to them. Apostles, some are prophets, some are evangelists, and then some are pastors and teachers. So the pastor guards the sheep. The pastor is a shepherd, very protective of the sheep. But the teacher has to ground. We need to rightly divide the word of truth and have strong teaching in our churches and ministries so that people have proper doctrine, right doctrine, because the Holy Spirit will move more powerfully when we're operating in the truth. Praise God. Let's keep going to verse 12 and 13, and then we'll pray for, for the perfecting of the saints. That is the purpose. The gifts and offices that Christ has put us in position are for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So the more people know their lane and their calling and stay in your lane, and flow in your gifting, whether it's apostle, prophet, don't try to do something someone else is doing. Do what you're called by God to do, and then we'll be more effective as a team. So it's going to take teamwork, 
and everyone working together in the unity of the Spirit. That's why I love Ephesians chapter 4. It talks about the unity and diversity in the body of Christ. When the body of Christ comes together in unity, humility, and all flowing in their powerful giftings, you'll see great revival. My God, we'll be seeing signs, wonders, and miracles on a daily basis. There's going to be church growth. There's going to be multiplication. Some people call it the billion soul harvest. I'd like to add an S on the end and call it the billions of soul harvest because we have a 10-year window, I believe. Some people believe Christ is coming soon, but I feel this decade from 2020 to 2030 is the decade of incredible outpouring of the Spirit and revival like we've never seen before. All the previous revivals are going to pale in comparison to the one greatest revival that Christ is bringing as we usher in his second coming. Um, Yes, verse 13 says, till we all come into the unity of the faith. That's why we have the leadership. The fivefold ministry, ministry, fivefold ministry calling is for leadership, but it's to bring everyone into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So it's all about the sanctification process because Christ, many people are saved, but not yet fully sanctified because that's a process where we need to keep going in the fire, in the fire, in the fire, and you'd be refined seven times like gold and silver purified through the fire. This is the sanctification. Wow, I feel the anointing here, which breaks every yoke. Hallelujah. Father, by your stripes, your people are healed and made whole. And I release your healing power and anointing today to set the captives free, to heal the brokenhearted, and, and to impart power and anointing on your people to fulfill their kingdom calling assignment in this time and season. In Jesus' mighty name. I'm just going to take you through these seven streams of the anointing because this is the five-fold ministry, but there's even more giftings in the body of Christ that we need to be aware of. I already mentioned the apostolic anointing, prophetic anointing, pastoral anointing, teaching anointing, evangelic, evangelistic anointing is for preaching. Many people are great preachers, and that's evangelistic. They're to go out and save souls and gather them and bring them into the kingdom of God. But the pastors are supposed to be grounding the people. That's a teaching anointing. Yes. See the difference? There's the teaching, but then there's the preaching. And sometimes people are gifted to do both. <laughs> yes. But there's people you can see who are really, are really great preachers, and they gather people in, but they're not necessarily pastors. Pastor, is, it's more hands-on, practical. You have to take care of the sheep day by day and week by week. So know what your calling is and flow in your calling. What I sometimes see is people flowing in the wrong calling. If you're called to be an evangelist or preacher, be the best evangelist preacher you can yes. be and don't try to do something someone else is doing. Let the prophet be the prophet. Let the teacher be the teacher and the apostle be the apostle. But then finally, we have the praise and worship anointing. How many praisers, worshipers we have here today? I love this because I feel out of all the streams of the anointing, I feel we've almost perfected this praise and worship. Like I feel that the type of worship we're seeing today, it's almost like heaven on earth. We have brought heaven to earth with the type of praise and worship I'm seeing. And so, and that's why we're praying that the kingdom of God come on earth as it is in heaven. We need to model heaven on earth. Thank you for joining today's podcast. We'll be right back. 100% guaranteed answer to your prayers by Dr. Hope McDowell Gibson. This book has powerful prayers that will change every circumstance in your life. You will be praying scriptural prayer points covering every area of your life, such as financial breakthrough and promotion, prayers for divine favor, blessings and happiness, health and healing, prayers for immigration breakthrough, prayers for successful marriage, and many more. You will receive breakthroughs, favor, and blessings in your life. 
Let 100% Guaranteed Answer to Your Prayers book change the very trajectory of your life by praying back God's worth to Him. Get your copy today by visiting our website at www.hopeacrossnations.ca. We now return to today's podcast. That's revival to me. If we can model the kingdom of heaven where the angels are around the throne of God worshiping day and night, holy, holy, holy is the Lord our God. The whole earth is filled with his glory. So we need to fill this earth with the glory of God through praise and worship, but also through the healing and deliverance anointing. That's Matthew 10, 8. Uh, uh, casting up the demons, healing the sick, raising the dead. All, all Matthew 10, 8. Can we put that up on the screen? I know I'm going fast here, but I'll slow down a little. This is what, the, this is, these are the manifestations of the kingdom of God. I always say if these things are not happening, there's something wrong in the church because the church is the representation of Christ. We're the ambassadors of Christ on the earth. And he said we will do greater works because we have the same Holy Spirit. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is living in, in, inside of us. So if we're not operating in, in these anointings and giftings and the, the spiritual giftings, it's that we need more time in the fire. That's all I can say. Get back in the fire. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Get back in the fire and let God burn in you. Your, uh, yes. Hallelujah. Until you're ready, you'll come out of the fire and, and go and lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Hallelujah. And if you're feeling dried up, get back in the fire. We're going to put more logs in the fire, more fuel in the fire. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Can I go a little more, a little more? <laughs> the seventh anointing is the wisdom wealth anointing. Solomon was so wealthy. Why? Because God asked him one question. What would you like? And Solomon said, I just want a wisdom and understanding to govern the people. That's a kingly anointing, governing the people. But that pleased God because God saw that Solomon was not after wealth. He was after wisdom. But once you get the wisdom, that gives you the strategies to bring in the wealth. So the wealth follows wisdom. So you need to be chasing after wisdom today. Proverbs 8, meditate on the word of God, and God will give you strategic ideas. Deuteronomy 8.18, he has given you power, which is the ability to gain wealth. Why? For the purpose of his covenant. That's what I love about the kingdom. It's a kingdom covenant we're, we're establishing on this earth. And that's part of the revival is heaven has to come to earth. And we're going to invade heaven today and bring down, bring down the anointing of heaven, the angels of heaven. The angels are just waiting for you to speak the word of God. And, they will, and, and they will, uh, uh, they're on assignment ready to just flow. Praise God. Now, there's also going to be repentance that needs to happen in this greatest revival. If we could put up Galatians 5.16, because God is holy and the world is not. So we need the grace of God. But repentance just means we have a a distaste for the things of the world. You want to uh, 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 change your mindset. So the things you may have liked before, you want to re repent and renounce of them and say, God, I, wanna, I want the light of Christ. I want the fire of the Holy Spirit. I want the things of God. And when you're believing and praying and, and, and um, hungering and thirsting after the things of God, wow, I'm seeing Psalm 42, like the deer pants after the water. If you have that hunger and thirst, God will pour out a spirit in a greater measure, and you will see revival. Galatians 5.16 says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, 
and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. The only way you can walk in the spirit effectively, once again, get in the fire, let the fire burn in you, and when you're walking by the fire, you will walk in the spirit. Keep going, verse uh, 17, the fire is the key. That's what the breakthrough I experienced this week. Galatians 5, 17 says, for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. You see, there's a war going on. The flesh is disobedient in many cases. The spirit is obedient. The spirit wants to do the right thing. Uh, Jesus told the apostles when in the Garden of Gethsemane, can you not pray for just one hour? Prayer intercession is one of the key uh, streams of the anointing that we need right now to usher in the revival. In fact, every revival of the past started by prayer. Even just two or three or more gathered together. They started praying and interceding for hours, days, months, whatever it took. To, to birth this revival. So prayer is key, but it will also sustain the revival. So we need the prayer intercessors to rise up. That's one of the key anointings right now. And then finally it says, and these are contrary one to another so that you cannot do the things that you would. So you have to make a choice. It's about a decision. Are you going to follow the spirit or the flesh? If you follow the flesh, it's going to lead you to sin. If you follow the spirit, you'll walk in righteousness and holiness. Let's keep going to verse 18. Because Apostle Paul lays it all out for us. What are these works of the flesh? First he says, but if ye are led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. That's one way we can be free in Christ and free through the grace and truth of Christ is to be walking in the Spirit. And then verse 19 says, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lasciviousness. If any of these things are operating in your life, you need to repent and ask God to heal you and deliver you and, and pull you out of these sins and iniquity and, and transgressions which are, are, are preventing you from experiencing the revival God is bringing. Let's keep going to verse 20. It says, idolatry. We repent today, Lord God, of all idolatry, all witchcraft, all hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, and heresies. All these things have to be burned out by the fire of God through repentance, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in the time past, that they which do such things, listen to this, shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Wasn't that such a intriguing and fascinating teaching, keys to the revival from Pastor Dominic Vitale of Third Heaven's ministry? That was powerful and dynamic message on the revival and also on the fire of God. Thank you for joining the Prophetic Voice. Please, again, check us out on Hope Across Nations YouTube channel every Thursday. We're live at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You have just listened to the Prophetic Voice. If this message has impacted you, follow the Prophetic Voice on YouTube live every Thursday at 8 p.m. EST and subscribe to the Hope Across Nations YouTube channel. Let us hear from you at info at hopeacrossnations.ca Help keep the prophetic voice on air by donating to www.hopeacrossnations.ca